This is episode 15 of my brand new podcast, It's All Talk, Teaching, Training, Talking Jesus. Welcome. My name is Ivory Yarbrough, your host. In each podcast, I encourage and equip you through the study of scripture and through sharing inspirational interviews with spiritual and influential leaders, how to come to know and love Jesus Christ. Thank you for spending time with me today. Now let's talk Jesus. This present darkness provides a great opportunity for the church to be the salt of the earth. But if we mix with the very impurities we are supposed to expose, we are as useless as our culture already believes us to be. Paul Washer. Mother Teresa said, often we see power lines running alongside the street. Unless current is flowing through them, there is no light. The power line is you and I. The current is God. We have the power to allow the current to flow through us and thus to generate the light of the world, Jesus, or to refuse to be used and thus allow the darkness to spread. In today's episode, we will be talking about Matthew 5, 13 through 16, which deals with Jesus calling his followers to be salt and light in the current culture. With that said, today's episode covers defining the meaning of the salt of the earth and the light of the world and how to practically live as salt and light in this present society. If you are enjoying the information in this episode, share this with a friend you think would be encouraged as well, as we're all about spreading inspiration and equipping as many people as possible. If this is your first time here, welcome. Please subscribe here and anywhere you are listening. And at the end, please leave us a rating or review on the parts you enjoyed the most about this episode. Welcome to the conversation. It's all talk with Ivory Yarbrough. Today, we are talking about salt and light, both very different things Jesus called every Christian to be in this present world. Jesus starts his famous Sermon on the Mount with what is known as the Beatitudes, outlining the character and ideal heart condition of a citizen of God's kingdom. After Jesus finished listening the kingdom characteristics, he immediately makes these remarks about people who possess the heart postures in the Beatitudes. You are the salt of the earth. But what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. You are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hid. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. Matthew 5, 13 through 16. So the question is, what does it mean to be the salt of the earth and the light of the world? We'll find out next. Don't go away. What's everyone saying about It's All Talk? Teaching, training, talking Jesus? I love being a part of such a great community. I never miss an episode. It's the best. It's the only podcast I listen to. We'll be right back after a quick praise break. Welcome back. Jesus is speaking to his disciples and a multitude of people are listening in on his conversation in his Sermon on the Mount in Matthew chapter 5. He has laid out the specific traits a kingdom citizen should have, and those that have them, he calls them the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Let's start with salt. Jesus says in Matthew 5.13, you are the salt of the earth, but what good is salt if it has lost its flavor? Can you make it salty again? It will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. 
Why would Jesus call his followers salt? Well, one reason is because of what salt is used for in everyday life. Salt has many benefits. Salt can be used to preserve meats in slowest decay. In the ancient world, there was no refrigeration, which is hard to imagine in today's time because there are countless brands of refrigerators on the market. But in Jesus' day, people had to salt down meats to keep them from spoiling. How does that apply to Christians? Jesus wants us to have a preserving influence on our culture, restraining its decay. By being peacemakers, meek, humble, and merciful, we sprinkle salt on a situation, keeping it from decay and ruin. The way you respond to an issue in life can cause circumstances and relationships to be preserved from evil. Salt enhances the flavor of foods. Disciples of Jesus Christ should add flavor to the world by being a positive influence. When believers are a part of something, a business, a classroom, a community, they should be the ones who make things better with their love and heavenly character. Salt can also be used to heal maladies. Jesus desires his followers to participate in the healing of the world. How exciting is that? You can be a part of the healing of your family and your nation. Jesus also talked about losing your saltiness, which speaks to mixture. When natural salt contains chemical impurities, it can lose effectiveness, becoming useless. Likewise, when Christians become contaminated with the ways of the world in their lives, they lose their salty witness of Jesus Christ and become bland like the world. Therefore, they are not equipped to flavor the environment around them. Jesus says it will be thrown out and trampled underfoot as worthless. Meaning, people will refuse to listen to a saint that has lost their effective witness because they have blended in with the rest of society. Worthless. Remember the Apostle Peter said, But you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, God's own possession. Why? So that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. 1 Peter 2.9 You are not meant to blend in with the darkness of the world, but stand out with the salty flavor of your testimony of Jesus Christ. When we return, Jesus discusses being the light of the world. Spiritual inspiration from the world of social media, entertainment and business. It's all talk with Ivory Yarbrough. Light the way. Jesus begins his Sermon on the Mount with the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5, followed by him comparing his followers to salt, which preserves, adds flavor to the earth, and shares in the healing of the world. And now he continues with, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. He compares a true disciple to a light that has the power to illuminate an entire planet. Now, God has given his believers some amazing power to light up a whole planet. He used the examples of a city on a hilltop and a lamp on a lampstand in a room. The light of a city and the lamp on a lampstand have something in common. They both bring clarity and awareness to what's around them. When driving at night on a dark interstate, you know when you are approaching a city because you see the rays of light coming from the streets and the buildings. This lets you know there's a city ahead and how to get there. Just follow the light. And a candle lit on a lampstand allows you to see and understand your surroundings when the electricity has gone out due to a storm. I don't care how dark a room is. When a person lights a candle, your eyes are drawn to the light. 
Have you ever gone to a concert or a play and the theater is pitch black, but all of a sudden a spotlight appears in the center of the stage with the actor or artist standing there? Your attention is drawn to that person on the stage because of the light. Jesus wants his followers to allow the light of his word and the Holy Spirit to shine through their lives, pointing to him. How? Through our witness of Jesus Christ, our obedience to God, and our service to others, which will draw the lost to glorify God in heaven. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Light is a magnet designed to draw your attention, but it also repels and exposes darkness. The Apostle John wrote, All who do evil hate the light and refuse to go near it, for fear their sins will be exposed. John 3.20 As Christians living a life dedicated to God's word, you will receive resistance because people love darkness and your bright light exposes their dark ways. But be of good cheer. Jesus has overcome the darkness. Stay tuned. It's all talk. Teaching, training, talking Jesus. I wanted it to We'll be back after a brief intermission. I pray this lesson helped you understand that as believers, we have a mandate to be representatives of Jesus Christ, which includes being the salt and the light of a dark world. Apostle John said, in him, Jesus was life and the life was the light of men. John 1, 4. So let us follow his example and be salty and shiny to a dying world. Until next time. Thank you for listening to It's All Talk, teaching, training, talking Jesus. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please subscribe anywhere. And until next time, take care.